cut this because that's genuinely the single worst transition in history. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's back, baby? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cocos Brothers podcast. I'm your host, Callum, and I'm joined once again by John. Hi, everyone. And Luke. It's fantastic to be back, Callum. I know. It feels like slipping into a comfortable pair of slippers. I will ignore the fact it's probably been nearly a year, but you know, we've been busy. It's been eight months since the last video. I say we've been busy. What's everyone been up to, if anything, in these still strange and still pandemic times? Uh, To be honest, absolutely nothing. Um, (laughs) You know, working, relaxing, playing some PlayStation and watching football. Pretty standard stuff. Uh, pretty much they say the exact same thing here. Nothing interesting at all. <laughs> or nothing maybe that could have warranted a, I say, eight month hiatus, but you know. Sometimes you just got to uh, take a break. It's all about uh, quality over quantity. Absolutely. It's kind of fitting that we did end, well, our first stint of podcasts with the Dark Ages. That's <laughs> that isn't, that isn't a purposeful Easter egg then. Nothing is. So the co-conspirators law is rich and deep. And hopefully we'll be added to more in the future as we, well, we might, we're going to try to experiment with the format a little bit instead of being rigidly sticking to three conspiracy theories, discussing them at length. We're going to just sort of have a chat, talk about what's been going on in the weird and wonderful world that is, well, 2022 now, feels weird saying. Yeah, I think the old format is, is, isn't something we're going to write off completely. I think we've all kind of needed this break, just all been a bit busy with other stuff and it is... It might not sound like it at times, but it does take quite a lot of research and stuff to kind of put out the podcast. And I think we drained ourselves. We started off uploading more frequently than we could probably handle. I, know, look, I would I know, like to go back to that format at some point. I think it yeah. works quite well. It did work well. I was just looking back on it. I think there was a point towards the start where we did a podcast every single week for about a good six, seven weeks at least. And that was that. Nice. a lockdown would do, yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I wasn't working at the time, so I did have the time to edit them and stuff. But yeah, now yeah. we're all working. We've got lots of responsibilities to deal with. And we sort of, we've been let out of our lockdown a little bit here and there in uh, fits and starts. I'd say the UK is out of, out of it for good now until uh, the new there's a new case of bird flu today in Wales. Um, bird flu's got, from memory, like 60% death rate. So, you know, that starts kicking off. 6% of the country gets wiped out. We're, definitely, we're not only in lockdown, everyone's hiding in a fucking bunker and they're gone. <laughs> I'm really catching that. I've already gone to the shops to stock up in beans and long perishables. Do I, need toilet paper as well. I don't need to worry about that. I've got some nice moss in the garden. <laughs> it's just guessing, it's a great, oh, I say it's a crazy time at the moment. It's been like this for years. It's, it's not, I hate to say it, but it's coming to this new normal this buzzword that everyone's going on about, which conspiracy theorists among us really want to resist, say myself among it to a certain degree. Yeah, I think a lot of people now just well, well, not a lot of people, a lot of countries have just accepted it's here to stay, and you got to get your life back to normal. I mean, you still have got the odd country that locks down after getting two cases or whatever. But I mean, if they're going to do that, they're going to be doing that in perpetuity. And I think China will lock down an entire city because there's three cases. Yeah, really Hong Kong's big. about to enter another <laughs> lockdown, so. Which, I mean, that just slightly still begs the question, were they the ones that released it? If they're still locking down, they haven't completely sorted themselves right. out. On, on to this, actually, because we, we've had a lot of time to mull over this. And realistically, in, in the world, it's been all that's been mentioned. Like, I don't watch the news anymore. I used to watch the news. I can't bear to watch it because it's the same thing every day. Yeah. Anyway, on to China uh, and starting it. You look at any statistics in any country. Some people choose not to believe the statistics. Personally, I do. But no one under the age of 50 without serious medical conditions is dying. 
So how did the doctor who discovered it in China die from it when he's a healthy, like, 40-year-old man? It's crazy. I think we touched on that in one of the episodes, when when it actually happened. And in essence, I concluded he definitely was yeah. assassinated. <laughs> well, yeah, alternatively, I think he was assassinated. But it equally wouldn't surprise me if China and North Korea just literally kill anyone with coronavirus just to stop it spreading. That's the that's the goat method of stopping coronavirus spreading, just kill anyone who tests positive. <laughs> I'm sure they did that with plagues and stuff in the Middle Ages. Or they, they, they would just ship them off to an island or something and say, right, fend for yourselves, which is effectively, yeah, hanging them out to dry. I did read some stats, though. Um, I, don't, I don't know the source or the validity of it, but I remember, because people question why have they got China got so few cases and stuff, so few deaths as well. And someone said, uh, in essence, there was something like 20 million phone sims in China have been disconnected over the last couple of years i implying those people actually have died but they're just not going on their official numbers which i think is, is a possibility yeah i think that's been a problem not just in china although china would be the ones to cover it up the most but like the excess mortality of some countries is crazy like russia had an excess mortality of like eight hundred thousand over the last year but only a handful of them were actually reported as like covid deaths or whatever so Whereas countries... we seem to be going the other way, don't we? Because there's people say that people are being reported as COVID deaths when they're not. Yeah, so I, I think just in why one would do one, one would do the other. I think the UK method is if you die within 28 days of a positive COVID test, they put it down as COVID, which when you've got Omicron and something crazy like one in 20 people have COVID today, then in 28 days, if one in 20 people have got COVID, then your death stats are going to be inflated because people are going to die naturally. And they're just tested positive for it. So it will, yeah, it will was, get inflated. The more cases we have, the more it will get inflated. I was just going about to come on to that exact point because I think in, I remember talking about on the, one of the conspiracy podcasts, what's with coronavirus. In America, I think there's a conspiracy that hospitals are getting paid more for COVID deaths. So it's almost incentivized to put COVID on the death certificates or in the Good case. America. Uh, so as a Brit with free healthcare, having to pay for it, it's such a beaten dead horse but still why just why i just I mean, don't it's, it's not only that it's just they have to pay for like their lf their rapid flow tests and their pcr tests as well like we can just get a box and over but uh, the whole thing the whole situation that's crazy like have you have to go in an ambulance you have to pay like five thousand dollars if you have to call an ambulance you have to, you have to spend like ten ten thousand dollars to give birth like, fuck that! Give you giving birth in the in my bed or whatever. I don't know. Not in my bed, but <laughs> your insurance and stuff covers most of it. Or if you and you pay less tax, to be fair. Yeah, but it's actually it's not that different. Like when when I was in America, I spent three thousand dollars on health insurance, and I got tonsillitis, and I had to pay six hundred dollars because insurance doesn't Jeez. cover insurance doesn't write off the cost entirely. It just covers some of it. So it co- it cost me like one thousand eight hundred dollars to have tonsillitis, and I had to pay six hundred dollars of it. I didn't pay it. But... Be cheaper to just fly back to the UK, get treated, and then exactly. fly back. Treated for tonsillitis as well. <laughs> get some antibiotics. That's all I need. It's like I, t- I could tell them quite simply. I had tonsillitis. I need some antibiotics. Yeah. And they have to. I have to pay for the pleasure. Yeah. There's um. I also understand, Callum. There's been some very sad news in the recent week, and that has actually accelerated our return. Uh, well, I say Senator is one of the few catalysts. You know, we put put the odd thing in the group chat now and then. And this, very, yeah, as Luke mentioned, very sad news, especially if you're a follower of cryptocurrencies or any sort of online trading. That the two, well, two of the biggest personalities we could say behind the memes that traders like to share, the Bogdanov twins, infamous on many platforms, have sadly passed away. Both, ironically, of 
COVID-19. Yeah, um, I understand both were unvaccinated as well because, um, to quote themselves, they're in such great shape. Well, yes, they said they were very sporty and not an inch of fat on them. I'm not sure how truthful those statements (laughs) would be given their physical appearance, but... It's all muscle. If you want to check their physical appearance because you don't... You haven't heard of them or something just go through any of our previous thumbnails and they'll be hiding somewhere <laughs> yeah i mean i think i say you might know who they are i mean i can give you a quick rundown if you want please bear with me one second yeah i think so are you prepared to be bog pilled <laughs> absolutely of the matrix so the french they are french twins they there's a long there's a long list of their many achievements the notorieties etc etc so for example the rothschilds um, American, very, very wealthy family. Say, conspiracy fans are very interested in their goings on. They bow to the Bogdanovs. So you've got the Rothschilds <laughs> on one level, Bogdanovs slightly higher up, uh, showing how much power they wield. They are also, another conspiracy area, in contact with aliens and possess psychic like abilities. I mean, judging by their appearances, again, I would say we don't want to judge too much, but there are certainly some slightly less humane features on the show there. Yeah. I mean, I think, didn't their sister... I mean, you have to search their, search them up on Google and you'll understand why we're talking about their appearance, but I swear their sister bought Newcastle United. <laughs> oh, no, that's, a, that's another one. That is some scary... That's a scary look. <laughs> yeah, it's proof that it, lizards and aliens exist, though. I know that if you want some, I'll say, hard proof, somebody to make, well, get the old brain cogs whirring that lizard people exist... There you go. Just look at the search Newcastle United owner. But yeah, back to the Bogdanovs. So with all this great power comes great responsibility. So they do control France with an iron but fair fist. But while still owning castles and global banks, they are direct descendants of the ancient royal bloodline and will bankroll the first cities on Mars, with Bogdangrad being the first city. (laughs) I like how you're referring to them in the present tense still. (laughs) Well, that's another two-story topic. I don't think... I think they've got uh, well, plans beyond this mortal realm. I don't think uh, beings as powerful as that would just succumb to a measly virus. And I say, what better way to cover up your death than with a virus that's claimed the lives of so many? Especially six days apart, to be fair. I can see why people would be a bit suspicious of that. Exactly, well, yeah. But I mean, would they not die close apart to each other? Or do you, or do you think it'd be closer? Or no, I don't think it would necessarily I'm, be close I'm at mis- all. I'm assuming it's because they've seen each other and spread it to each other. That's what I yeah. assume. I don't know. Uh, I suppose, yeah. To both die, but I don't know. I mean, it is quite rare, actually. Like, uh, but... I, know, I know the death rate is not very high, but I know they were quite old. They were, they were in the 70s, I think. Well, so 70 Earth years, we'll say. <laughs> and, I mean, their death could become as a bit more of a sus- uh, well, suspicious, considering they own 99% of DNA editing research facilities on Earth, and the first designer babies will, in all likelihood, be Bogdanoff babies. Well, they look like them. Well, imagine a baby looking like that. I mean, like, this could be the new plane of human existence. What they're, what they're pioneering, given that they are descendants of ancient royal bloodlines, they could be what the perfect human is, is deemed to be. They have 215 IQs, <laughs> and so such intelligence on Earth has only existed in deep Tibetan monasteries in Area 51. So they go more conspiracy stuff. They own nanobot research and development labs around the world, and you most likely have Bogdabots inside you right now. Oh my god. <laughs> and they are in regular communication with the Archangels Michael and Gabriel. Well, that, that, that's the limit of our knowledge on these oh, strange beings, we'll say. Yeah, you said they were um, they were from a royal bloodline. You're correct. Do you know someone else who's from a royal bloodline who's been in the news lately? I can hazard a guess. I imagine given they have royal status, quite a few royals would have been there. 
news because you know what their goings on are quite important. I think there is one that's caught the eye more than most. Who's that? Could it be Prince Andrew? Could indeed, yeah. I mean that that whole situation is very interesting to say the least. I think he's getting off with um the main accuser because she signed a settlement in two thousand and nine. Five hundred thousand pound or five hundred thousand dollars that she can't sue any of Epstein's mates or something along those lines. So he's getting off with that. But I mean, that whole thing just seems so shady. That, I think, yeah, that I is mean, that, that is Andrew's main line of defense. Not that he hasn't done it, but his main line of defense is that she can't legally sue him anymore because she took a five hundred thousand dollar settlement. I said, I said, Mitty, you've done it all, all in all, but like in legal setting. I said, anyone from the outside looking in thinks, right? Okay, there's proof yeah. there. I mean, I don't think anyone in the UK, unless you're a real died royalist, is, is doubting what he's done. But I think I'm, I'm doubting very highly he'll get put away for it. He won't. He, he absolutely won't. But I, I think at the same time, like he came on BBC and had an absolute shocker of an interview. And I've seen people saying that that can be used in court because a lot of people feel like he just lied his way through that interview <laughs> as proof that he was innocent. So if, if that can be picked apart in court which I'm sure it probably can be because it was a load of crap. But there's a whole Pizza Express thing. And he said, I've got no, there's no witnesses to say I was in Pizza Express. If any person in the UK saw a Royal in the Pizza Express, they would remember it and they could be a witness, right? You'd like to think so. I mean, no, no disrespect to Pizza Express, of course, but... And also, what is a Royal doing in Pizza Yeah, Express? there's no way he was in Pizza Express. I'm treating a 17-year-old to a bit of pizza. I mean, I think I saw something from a judge well, the judge came out and said he's not going. He find it difficult to throw the case out based on that. So there is hope he's going to get put down or at least see justice. Watch him end up becoming king somehow. Charles abdicates to him. Oh, don't. Kicks him in the world order. There, there would, there would be so many, maybe riots. I say, <laughs> it'd just be embarrassing at this point in that case. I don't think he, he's, he's some way down. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you think if he had any self-awareness, he'd sort of maybe choose to abdicate himself if he were ever to find himself next in line. Yeah, but on the so, topic of Prince Andrew, Ghislaine Maxwell, what do you think her fate's going to be, given that she probably does know a lot of information that could expose some very powerful people? She'll be dead within two weeks. Judges will I'm be online. Sure. Security I'd... guards will be online shopping. It's <laughs> so suspicious now. No, she, she definitely whole world. Won't. Yeah, the whole world is... Uh... Epstein and Kim's which we have done an episode on. We've done an episode on it, and I think we've done a couple of shorter clip ones. If anyone wants to check those out, but um, I think the whole world is so convinced. Uh, I think, including us three, that Epstein didn't kill himself. But they wouldn't dare pull the same trick on her. But I will be interested to see what happens because there is always a risk she talks. She's also got a, a new defence today as well. As on. one of the members of the jury unlawfully persuaded other members of the jury to find their guilty. And um, I think her lawyer's defence is that that's not allowed and the case needs to be done again. One of the, essentially, one of the jurors used his own personal experience of abuse to explain why what she did was so bad and hence persuade anyone who was on the fence. How does she know that? I don't think she knows it, but somehow, obviously, the lawyers one know of the jurors it. I don't, uh, yeah, one of the jurors must have said and obviously the lawyers picked up on that and they want it redone because, I mean, I think, legally speaking, you, you're not allowed to persuade other jurors mm. uh, that sounds very legally speaking that sounds fair but why Why do you even need to I think when there's so much evidence against her well, it depends on how much money you're getting in your bank account as well from uh, the lawyers well that is a, it's a biased jury that in that case so I, I don't know I don't know they don't know how much influence these people have over 
about well, everything. If you believe some of the more deep-rooted conspiracies we've talked about on this podcast, it could just all be a show trial. Well, exactly. If the corruption goes that high up, then show trial would be pretty reasonable to assume could happen. If I just yeah. stick a Ghislaine Maxwell body double in prison or whatever, then she's off living a life. We were speaking of um, Ghislaine Maxwell body doubles. Have you seen the picture going round of at the time of the Madeleine McCann disappearance? Um, an eyewitness had like the police do an e-fit, like draw a picture of what she saw, and the character that was drawn bears a striking resemblance to Ghislaine Maxwell. I've seen that actually, and yeah, it does look exactly like her. literally exactly like her, which would add a, an even more crazy layer to that McCann case, which again we have covered before. I mean, that would be one hell of a crossover. That would, yeah. be, that would be just too much. I think that would be too much for me to just take that. We're not living in a simulation otherwise, because how are those two cases interlinked? That would be too spooky. But equally, it does make sense, doesn't it? I mean, it does, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, I'm not saying it hasn't, wouldn't have, but I don't rule anything out. But it's just. Have you seen the picture, yeah. Callum? I don't think I've seen the picture, but I think I've, we've talked about it before. Are you able to Google it? We get a live reaction. Oh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, oh, so Matt. Just type in Madeline McCann. Yeah. What the fuck? I've just seen one. There's six, and one of them actually looks like Kanye. Okay, okay, right. Wow. Crazy, isn't it? That is very. Yeah. I mean, obviously, these E fit type things are not going to be perfect, but there's enough there to fake. I guess you're thinking. The thing with this case as well, if you think all, all's fine and well with the justice system and, you know, the people prosecuting her and the government and what what's not you'd think that surely they offer her a reduced sentence or a gal jail free card on the basis she chunks a load of other people's names in and sorts this whole situation out because it clearly extends deeply and she clearly knows a lot of the people involved so i think it's gonna be it goes to um to the, there mean, too many people connected to this that if anything gets out there's so many People in she doesn't. She's the one in the position of power in terms of the the people who are linked with it because she doesn't want to give names out because if she gives names out, she's got no bargaining power. If she spills all the beans, she spills it. Yeah, she might ruin their careers, but then she's just going to get killed in prison anyway. So she kind of will want to drip feed them in order to kind of get a cushy life in jail or prison sentence. So we're going to be. I think it's going to be interesting. I don't think there's any guarantees we get names either way. Yeah, I think I think as I think everyone in the Black Book's guilty, and the fact that they haven't had their careers ruined off the ruined off the back of lies. But there's so many, there's such big names in that. Yeah, which just shows how deep it goes, and this is only yeah. one of the one of the rings. There's probably even greater rings out there that just haven't been exposed yet. You didn't see the Bogdanovs in the Black Book, put it that way. Oh no, upstanding moral citizens. See, they rule with a fair but you know a firm but fair fist. But I really weird to think what goes on in these elite rings though from the conspiracy theorist inside me you say as, as much as alex jones gets beamed to be a complete nut job some of the stuff he discovered back in back in the day bohemian grove exactly kind yeah. of a precursor to all this wasn't it i would not be surprised if they're linked to somewhere names who are blocking up there definitely would have appeared in this black book yeah is that the male only summer escape camp or whatever it is yeah where, where oh, they yeah. burn like a like a goat thing and yeah, it's like a traditional satanic ritual. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I think Bill Clinton went there. I think Bush. But I mean, it's pretty libelous. <laughs> That's not true, but I'm pretty sure they're the names I saw. <laughs> I, I, I don't think they're in any danger from us, <laughs> speaking. But yeah, if this is a straw that breaks the camel's back and exposes the pedophile rings that are controlling it's, the world, yeah. <laughs> so still be going. It. Yeah, what, Bohemian Grove. 
I'm not sure. I, I probably because I think As... they they say it's just like a like a gentleman's club sort of thing. So it's still. Easy a trip there next year. Then. <laughs> Twenty twenty. Anything we get in, but we could try. I, mean, I, I thought gentlemen's clubs were just smoking cigars and misogyny, not um, <laughs> burning goats and ancient sacrifices and satanic rituals. Do you think they'd a... smell a rat if we tried to get in? What's the name? Coke and Spirits Fucker. Oh yeah, big fans, come on in. Because <laughs> of proper investigative journalism. Just, how did Alex Jones get in? Did he actually get on it? Did he break in? I think it was a little more of breaking in. Oh, there we go. That's our way in then. Simple. But I also <laughs> think he was more of just a normal kind of journalist at that time at that wasn't point, it wasn't the suspicion yeah. oh yeah because they're going to sus- be suspicious of us because they know who we are don't they? <laughs> well, we're just not high up we haven't got friends in the right place as well hey, we, got, you, Mike. we got decent accents we can pretend to be gentlemen <laughs> 10,000 plays nice nice a few doors. Yeah. exactly 10,000 <laughs> plays there you go which is kind of crazy to think we, we started this as a, on a whim in lockdown we're coming back for round two Oh, California is our most populous state, actually, in America. So maybe we will, we will get recognised instantly. Be recognised just by the sound of our voice. I'll be. I don't know what I don't know what I think if someone actually recognised me. I, obviously, it's absurd as it sounds. Never going to happen. But imagine it. I don't think I don't think they could because it's just facial features. You, you do well to get a doppelganger. Obviously, you have got people who look like you, but voice twin. You'll have a voice. There's so many voice twins out there. Surely. I hope not. I mean, I don't like the sound of my voice, but. <laughs> 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 sounds yeah, like Louis Armstrong, Callum. Poor guy. <laughs> I mean, everyone hates the sound of their own voice anyway. It's just, I don't, I don't know why they just do. That's not even it's a conspiracy. Just, thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just because it's not what you sound like when you hear yourself, is it? Yeah. You hear yourself and then you listen to yourself and it's not what you're used to and it just freaks you out a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, so while we've all discussed how much we hate the sounds of our own voices, I think that might be an appropriate place to draw this one to a close. So obviously, quite a little bit short, well, quite a lot shorter than what we normally put out. We just try to experiment with some new formats. You know, given we've got a lot less time on our hands to dedicate to long-form discussions and complex conspiracy theories and our fan favourite game, Conspiracy, which we will hopefully see a return sometime in the future. We will definitely be bringing that back. That is a trademark, that copyright, the not a board game coming out, signing the deals. It's... Big yeah. thing expected from it. Yeah, this this episode is mainly just to say we're back, baby, and uh, you'll probably see or hear from us a few times in in 2022, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll have some more structured formatting in in the next next months for you. I mean, it's a crazy world out there. It's continues to get crazier. That's for sure. So I think we'll say thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I've been your host, Callum, joined by John. Thanks, everyone, and Luke. Don't change the state. Keep challenging the state. Oh, that is it. <laughs> don't go change the <laughs> <laughs> I nearly said don't change the status quo. Yeah. We've been bought out. We've been bought out by lizard people. Yeah. Keep challenging. Get in line, sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and keep challenging that status quo.